Welcome to the KBB Review Podcast. This is episode 9 of season 2, and I'm your host, as always, Andy Davis. Coming up on this episode, we're heading back to the world of marketing with the triumphant return to the podcast of David Barker from Inspire KBB. And in particular, we'll be talking about what marketing you should be doing even when demand is high and there aren't enough hours in the day. And answering the philosophical question, do you advertise when times are good or only when times are bad? But before that, we can't ignore the news. After the can we open or can't we open dance of the last few weeks, Boris pops up on TV last night to catch us all out by saying that we could do what he actually said we'd be able to do back at the start of November. Who saw that coming? Namely, that we could come out of the national lockdown and all the shops could open again on December the 2nd. That's fantastic news, of course, for the whole KBB industry, although I still have no doubt that there'll be someone with a set of binoculars and a thermos of tea staking out their local wren to see if they open at 5 to midnight on December the 1st. But, as important as all that news has been, there is something infinitely more momentous that eclipses it all. The KBB Review Podcast has won an award! Yeah, and not just any award. This very thing currently occupying your ears is officially Podcast of the Year. Last week, the Professional Publishers Association, the trade body for the publishing industry, named us as Podcast of the Year at their annual awards. And can you tell that I'm absolutely chuffed? Now, I'm not one to blow my own trumpet, but on this occasion, I'm at least getting my trumpet out of its case and giving it a polish by playing this clip of one of the judges. Here's Christopher Finn, head of podcasts at DC Thompson Media, talking about why we're the winner. That's been full of surprises. Perhaps one of the most surprising is that I'm sitting here at the end of the year raving about a B2B podcast for the kitchen, bedroom, and bathroom industry. And yet it shouldn't really be surprising because one of the things that podcasts can do incredibly well is not just serve niche audiences but connect niche audiences. And actually, that's one of the really important things and really special things about this podcast. It's not just that it's really well produced, very slickly produced, and with chat in it that is genuinely fascinating, even if you're not in the industry. But it's that it has carried forward the mission of KBB Review to connect an industry which has been blown apart by coronavirus. An industry where that face-to-face contact matters so much is one in which a podcast can play such an important role to bring the community together, to tell stories and to share successes and concerns. And it is done with such fluency and such competency it is an absolute delight to listen to. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you do. If you're the people who made it, well done. How brilliant is that? Well, thank you very much, dear listeners, for indulging me with that. Massive thanks to all our guests that have taken part, and thank you for listening. I promise I won't mention it again very often. But here's a good time to remind you that the best way to listen to us is by subscribing to us via a podcast app such as Apple Podcasts. That way you can see the full archive of previous episodes and get new ones as soon as they go live. You can also rate us, leave us a nice review, and give us any more awards you have lying around. Right, let's get into marketing now. And given that we're in a lockdown, demand seems to continue to be very high. Supply chains are creaking under the weight. It would be easy to put marketing in a drawer to deal with later. But is that a mistake? Is essential marketing something that you need to keep going even when there aren't enough hours in the day to do the work you've already got? So to give us the answer and making a triumphant return to the KBB Review podcast is David Barker, the Managing Director of Inspire KBB. Hello, David. Hi, Andrew. Hello, sir. How are you getting on today? Very well, thank you. Let's get into the uh, into the important issue here. As I said, demand is very high in many KBB retail businesses. So the first question, I think, is the obvious one. How does it feel to be the first guest on the newly crowned Podcast of the Year? 
I feel honoured. I didn't realise that was the case. It's a great podcast. I've enjoyed listening to it and being part of it. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Quite frankly, everything else that we talk about now is not as important as that. Let's all agree that right now. Done. So, all right, this is a serious subject here, so let's get into it. You talk to a lot of retailers. You have a lot of clients in that area. What is your impression of demand right now? And do you think it is affecting retailers' ability to look at marketing that needs to be done? Yes, to answer the second question, I think that it definitely is. But in terms of demand, I would look at it and say throughout the summer, I think we sort of picked up that everybody was busy, but was that actually resulting in orders? And I think for a lot of people it was, but certainly through the autumn, we have really noticed that most people have been very busy. I mean, some of our clients have had record years through to the end of October, particularly those in in newer, less established businesses. But what we've picked up in the last couple of months is it genuinely has been busy for a lot of kitchen retailers. When it comes to marketing then, are you seeing the, the, your guys, your clients basically saying, I haven't got time for marketing right now, David, I've got to get Mrs. Smith's kitchen done? Well, I guess our clients have got us in place to do that for them whilst they get Mrs. Smith's kitchen done. But we've noticed that, that they have left us alone a lot more. But I think generally across the industry, yeah, there's a philosophical question there, Andrew, which we probably need to deal with early in this call, which is should a business advertise more when things are going well or should they be advertising more when it's not going so well and they need more business? Well, I think that's interesting, and that's really the the crux of the matter here that we're talking about, isn't it? Because there is such a high demand, and the high demand is about day-to-day work and literally the jobs that are coming in, but high demand generates profile, it generates recommendations, and all the kind of marketing exercises that a lot of these retailers build their businesses on. So, yes, there's a high demand for individual projects, but would you say this is a perfect opportunity to raise profile and raise brand too? Yeah, I definitely think it is. As you know, we hold a call that we call it the big KBB marketing call once a month. And on the most recent one, we had probably 20 or 30 kitchen retailers with us. And I talked about what I see as the opportunity for a generation right now, because if you think about it, with everything that's happened this year, the KBB retailers and studios have had a reasonably good time of it considering, particularly compared to other industries. And, you know, in some ways it's worked a little bit in their favour in that the focus has been on staying at home and the home. We haven't been travelling, so money's been invested on where we've been. And that um, situation or COVID generally has created demand for the retailers. But there's also a degree of uncertainty and fear around. And that's where I see the opportunity because for every person that's making a real go of it this year, there's a couple who are sitting back waiting to see what happens. So that's one point. I mean, on that call recently, there's a lady called Kate Holderness from Urban Kitchens up in Preston. And she made a comment at the end of my piece, which, uh, which was, this is our time. And I thought it was a really astute observation because if you think about it, for the couple of years leading up to 12 months ago, the big issue for the industry was all about Brexit and the uncertainty that that was creating. Then all of a sudden, Brexit's become very much a minor issue compared to everything else going on. And the fact that she and others are recognising that this is our time 
it's time to go for it because if you're going to achieve what you're wanting to achieve, I wouldn't be waiting around right now. There's a way forming, and I see it at least for the next couple of years to to catch and, and get onto. Yeah, I think that brings us back to the question of what do you do when business is going well and when it's not. You were talking about advertising there, but I think it's worth breaking down the difference between marketing and advertising because they're not necessarily the same thing. No, d- definitely not. Technically speaking, advertising is something that is part of the overall marketing activity. So you know, we would look at marketing and say, okay, well, that is anything that your potential customer or client is exposed to or, or impacted by. So it's anything from delivery on your vans, your shop frontage, uniforms, letterhead, and your advertising is part of that whole marketing mix. Once those marketing pieces are in place, a lot of them are set and forget. They're just assets that work for you day in, day out on probably more of a lower lower profile scale, but they're a constant. Whereas advertising is the biggest variable for results as part of that overall marketing activity. And that, I guess, is what we're focusing on today. So given everything that's happening, what is your response to the question you posed there? Do you advertise more when business is going well or when it's not? It's the big question. It's a big philosophical question. And I think to answer that, there's another question that needs to come from it. And that is for the business that we're talking about for any independent kitchen or bathroom retailer, what is the capacity for more work and how close are you to that? Because the answer to that is almost in the same vein as that you need to spend more on advertising when you don't have a high profile or high traffic location. So the further you are away from reaching your operating capacity, the more you should be investing in advertising. That's my view. Right. So if you've got the capacity and you set yourself some long term goals for what you want it to be, what should you be doing? Well, right now, I would say make a noise and get loud. I wouldn't be waiting around to see what 2021 brings because most of your competitors will be. Most people, I think, will be subscribing to the fact that they only invest in marketing and advertising when they can afford it, when things are going well. And as I say, right now, I think there's still quite a lot of people out there who are waiting to see what 2021 is going to bring for them. So someone sat at their desk today, they're hearing what you're talking about. What what should they be getting cracking on with today? Okay, well, this is the crux of the answer to the question that you've asked here. And we work to a couple of fundamentals, and they are, in order to grow your business in this industry, you need to get found online. And ideally, when you are found online, you need to be recognized because there's some research that uh, was undertaken a couple of years ago by a big Manchester agency. And what they found out was something that we had felt was going on for some time anyway. And that is when somebody goes searching for, let's say, kitchen showroom near me, they're faced with a page of Google results in most cases. And 90% of search stops on page one. So if you're not on page one, you may as well be invisible to 90% of the people who come looking for you. So that's step one is getting found online. But what's even more interesting to us is that when people are found online, when they've made that search, they're not necessarily going for the paid ad or the organic ad in the middle or listing, should I say, what they're doing is they're searching up and down that screen, that search result, and they're looking for the business where they recognize the name. So the answer is get found online, but be recognized when you are found. And 
I would say that getting found online, getting onto page one is more instantly achievable than it, than actually being recognised when you're on page one. That getting recognised is more of a long-term play. It can be quite technical stuff, though, looking at SEO and Google ads and all that kind of thing. You need to get your head around that a bit, don't you? I think sometimes people can be a little bit scared by that or realise that they have to invest and pay someone who knows this stuff. And it can be very difficult to not be dazzled by the science of this. I think you're right. And marketing generally is getting more and more technical. We've seen that and I don't expect that to change for the future. So for a lot of independent kitchen retailers, getting help is a good thing to do. But I think to narrow down what people should be doing right now, if you're at capacity already and you don't need a whole lot more business, my advice would be to focus on the longer term activity and that branding or what we would term as bonding, getting people to like you before they need you. And the best media that we see for that is social media. So it's Facebook and Instagram. Magazines can be very good for that. And also radio, just getting out the message about what you stand for. It's not necessarily promote a promotion or any deals that you've got on, but just building that awareness for the longer term. However, if you're not near capacity, then the basically the biggest thing you need to do is get found on page one of a Google search for what you are specifically offering or what you're best at. So in order to do that, you need to focus on your SEO and or you can focus on search advertising or pay-per-click principally Google Ads. Another piece which is really important here, another asset is your Google My Business listing. Don't underestimate how valuable that asset is in terms of getting found online for a search, an indirect search for what you do. The other thing I would say, Andrew, is Facebook. There's a constant debate about the effectiveness of Facebook, but we see it month in, month out where it's working and and to some extent where it's not working. But I think in terms of putting a message out to people who are looking right now, you could do a lot worse than put your brochure out to people on Facebook, but make sure you target them rather than just a broad sort of regional approach to it. What the lockdown has brought out in people is this community spirit feeling. People are much more interested in helping their local community, shopping with their local retailers. They're much more focused than they have been for a while on what's happening in the high street. Is there a way of taking advantage of that, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you you see even uh, Google at the moment are pushing consumers to give Google reviews for local businesses. I think there's definitely a feeling of support out there for local businesses so again that's part of the wave that's forming right now is buying local definitely right so all this kind of activity is really good david but i think sometimes people just want to see results don't they they want to feel that there's a tangible result to the money they're investing Absolutely. At some point, that question is likely to be raised. So I've got an example, actually, of exactly that. So about six months ago, a client of ours who'd had a reasonable first half of the year said to me, listen, all of this marketing is great, but I want to sell more kitchens. I need to sell more kitchens. I've got three designers on board. And at the moment, we've got inquiries coming in, which leave us half capacity. So We had a discussion about it and he agreed that he was going to invest quite heavily in more advertising to get uh, inquiries going and specifically Google ads. And over the last four or five months, we've really noticed that businesses picked up for him. He's gone quite heavy on that. He's spending nearly a thousand pounds a month on Google ads and another 500 on Facebook to support that from a different angle. But it just sort of 
underlines for me, you know, once again, that advertising is the big variable. All the other marketing assets and pieces were in place, but the big difference between, let's say, the spring for him and the early summer and the autumn has been the advertising investment that he's made. Right, so there are tangible results there when you look for them. One of the things that's come up, I think, during my conversations with retailers, because a lot of them had to pivot and change to virtual appointments, they were getting lots of virtual inquiries than perhaps they were used to, and it's how do you filter out actual customers from tyre kickers who are probably talking to half a dozen kitchen showrooms in the same day through those kind of channels? How do you find the ones that actually want to work with you and want to spend money? Well, I think this is one of the you know advantages of, of things are going well at the moment and you're feeling that demand is high. You can start to filter more of the right customers and clients for you. So just a couple of ideas on how you could do that is in your advertising message and something we've been doing, I feel, quite successfully for much of this year is putting in messaging like kitchens from £15,000, kitchens from £25,000, because if you're advertising and looking to bring in quality leads, whilst you might do business for and, and do kitchens for less than that, you may as well be paying to get the leads that you really want, your ideal customer. So just putting a, um, you know, some type of filter which will put the budget and value in prospects, put them off of it, that's one thing. The other thing which springs to mind is, you know, from a sales perspective, once you're into a conversation with a prospect, is getting getting them to jump a couple of hurdles. So before you have a meeting with them, just ask them to read thoroughly through the website and really understand what you stand for. Send them your brochure and get them to have a read of that first so that they know what it is that you offer. So I would screen them harder and just really sort of go out of your way to get them to understand what you stand for and what you can deliver before you actually get into a longer sales conversation. Again, that may filter off um, some of those people who you might feel are time wasters. We are in the middle of a lockdown here. We had some news, obviously, last week that showrooms need to close. This is all uncertain. Social distancing is still in place and there's a lot of uncertainty within the, the public as well. How do you strike the right message and the right tone in times like this when you do do this kind of advertising? Because you don't want to be seen to be taken advantage of the situation. You don't want to frighten people who who are concerned about social distancing. How do you strike the right tone? Well, I think ultimately, you know, in everything that we do in our business and your business and in a kitchen and bathroom retailers business, we're looking to help people. So if you're coming from that angle and linking up what they're thinking and feeling right now, that's the answer. So we would be using messaging like, whilst you've got some more time on your hands at the moment, how about considering what is it that you're looking to do with your home in 2021, etc., etc. So I think you can easily achieve. You just need to consider what's going on in the head of those people who are your potential customers right now. Empathy, Andrew, I think is the answer there. Okay, so I know you've said not to wait for what's going to happen in 2021, but what's your view of how the market might go in 2021? And what would your advice be for anyone trying to do long-term planning? Well, I think it's great news that this, these vaccines are starting to take shape and they literally sounds like they're weeks away from uh, starting to hit the population. So that's great news. So I think people will be optimistic going into 2021. It should be a much better year uh, getting back to normal than uh, what we've had this year. So the question would be for KBB retailers, 
are people still going to be spending as much time at home? I think so, definitely through to the summer. Are they going to be traveling as much next summer? Probably not as much as normal, but more than this year. I just think, you know, that a sense of relief is, is going to be there, which will be teamed with optimism, which means people will be pressing ahead with plans and wanting to get on with things that they may have been holding back on. So I think there's a way forming. In fact, it's already started six months ago get on it. And as this lady said a few weeks ago, now is your time. Go for it. Well, that's a very positive and very optimistic way to finish this, David. But there is one more really important question that we are going to need your view on, I'm afraid. And that is, David Barker, Inspire KBB, you've had a terrible day, you get home, you flop down on the sofa, you pick up the remote control. What, David, is your silence of the laminates? What is your most positive feel-good movie? The one that springs to mind when you say that, which I think is, in history, the most popular movie ever, is The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, now you know what? I would have thought that would come up a lot sooner than this, but you are the first to talk about The Shawshank Redemption. The worst prison in history, someone could actually dig a hole behind a poster and no one notices. That's the one. That is a great choice. That is a, oh, I keep, yes, everyone keeps recommending films that I now want to go and watch every day. This is just it's not good for my efficient working. But look, David, thank you very much for this insight. People do need to look for what comes next. I think it's very easy to just go day to day at times like this. But business goes on, life goes on, and marketing and brand and advertising goes on. So thanks for all this advice. And hopefully we'll catch up again soon. We can talk about more positive times. That's great. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, David. That was David Barker of Inspire KBB. So massive thank you to him for coming on the podcast. Sorry, the award-winning podcast. Check out the episode description for links to his business. And also don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us in your podcast app of choice. Simply search KBB Review, all one word. See you next time.